Hunter has divulged himself about. Well, again, I, I, I conveyed to you, and then I think I'm going to have to move on, that you should talk to... You should talk to his representatives. There's no reason to yell. I'm certainly not yelling. Uh, neither was she. <laughs> no, the Newsmax reporter never yelled or raised her voice one time. All right, good morning. 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. New video going up about yesterday. There's Elaine. There's Chris. Over there is Don. And 35 southbound is closed. Closed on the northeast side. Of course, it's I-35. What do you expect? And it's right up here. Right right around the corner. Right. Yeah. Elaine came in. She saw the whole thing happen. And it's a car that flipped upside down right before Eisenhower, between Walsham and Eisenhower on wow. 35. And it blew up when oh. it flipped over. So don't know the extent of injury, uh, injuries, if any. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing there's some because or something's going on because they've had to shut down the entire highway. Right. And there at Walsham, you're having to get off. But, you know, it's 35, so what do you expect? It's bound to happen. It's got to happen on I-35. The biggest death trap in all of Texas is I-35, and TxDOT can't get their crap together to fix it. How's that sound? <laughs> I mean, you know, I could I could hold back a little bit if you want me to. <laughs> oh, no, that's why I bother. I realize it's early. Don't hold back. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> TxDOT, all this crap's on you, okay? All this crap's on you, because you ain't figured out yet how to fix 35. Call me up. I'll show you. And then you can pay me the $80 million you pay whatever consultants that have been ripping you off for a long time. I'll, I'll consult for you, and we can fix it in no time at all. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, we got a car that flipped over right up the road here and uh, caught on fire. So I hope everybody's okay. We hope so. There's already a long line of traffic. <sighs> Man, if you're coming down, I th- well, this is the time of morning where everybody's going downtown. They're, they're going to Bamsey or Samsey or whatever we're calling it now this week, and they're headed down that way and, of course, going to downtown. And, man, if you're coming in on 35 and you're going to try to work downtown, you forget about it. I, I bet you it's backed up. By now, I bet it's backed up to Wiedner. I bet Probably. you. Probably, yeah. And beyond Probably best that, to so. jump off on 410 and cut down that way. Man, I'd get 1604 over to 281. Yeah, even better. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get off earlier. Yeah. Uh, 1604, head over to 281. <laughs> Make Shoot a on down. Cut a choke straight downtown for, yeah, on 281. Sure. And if you're out east of town, you know, go over there to I-10 and come in. But, you know, I-10 is kind of a freaking yeah. mess, too. So, Although, yes. they are making progress. Finally. Yeah, I was over that way last week. Good. And they're making progress. Well, about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the big flyover. It looks pretty. Yeah. So I, I hope like, it hey, works. You know, I got on there. I'm like, I hadn't been on there for probably about nine months or so. Yeah. Because whenever I have to go out west, I, I just right. avoid that area as best I can. Sure. Um, and, and was on there like last week and was pretty impressed with how it's coming along. Good. So are you driving? It's not driving on the flyover yet, though, not right? Yet, still no. down below. Yeah, but you can see that it's going to be there. You know, probably within the next fifteen, twenty years. I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, he had me going like oh, the next fifteen to twenty years. Yeah, we'll be done. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> and that, by that time, it's time to start all over again. Do yeah, something else. By that time, I'll be retired and I won't care. This is but, called make know. work. Yeah, yeah. So I noticed you're here. So you didn't win the six ninety nine mil. No, I with did the not. Powerball. Didn't even didn't even bother to look. It was uh, sold in California. Mm-hmm. So being that it was sold in California to one person, six hundred ninety nine million dollars last night. After taxes, the winner takes home three dollars. So good for, <laughs> good for them. Not even enough for a <laughs> cup of Starbucks. Uh-uh. No. How'd you do yesterday without Facebook? You do all right? You know what? I didn't even notice it was off. Good for you. As I was getting ready to leave yesterday, Katie came in Uh um, because she was trying to post a story that she had written onto onto Facebook. Right. Um, 
and and asked me if if I was having problems with it. Yes. And, um, I said, well, you know, morally or and she's like, well, no, you know, no, can you actually get on there? So I, you know, I, you know, I couldn't, you know, I logged on, but nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I checked on the computer, checked on my phone, and obviously there's a big problem. And then maybe ten minutes later, got a notification yep. through through the uh, one of the wire services here that there was an issue. But you know, I I didn't really didn't miss, bother. Didn't bother me. You know, you're uh, not a heavy user anyway. I mean, you're on there daily, but you're not heavy heavy. No, tied to it or IG, the one you know work, right? Work purposes, you right. know. And yeah, I, you know. I, and if I do post something, it's because I've seen a lot of negative stuff. Yeah, and then I'm, so I'll chime in with something completely opposite. Three billion <laughs> users. Three yeah. billion users are on right. Facebook. Uh, can you say data purge? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I made a video. Elaine's going to put it up, but that's kind of where you know if you're a conspiracy theorist, and you know I am, but I get it right. It's oh, up. it's up. It's yeah. up. Thank you, doll. I didn't yeah, know that. She's fast. She like really that. is. Come on, yeah, it, Elaine. It takes it takes me a month and a half to put something up. Right. So thank you very much. And choosing the picture takes forever. You know yeah, which I'm one sure. do I pick? But anyway, and you leave it up to her. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I do. No, it's all up to her. So, can you say purge like we had Miss? Uh, what was her name again from yesterday? Hoigy, Hagi, Hoigy, whatever her name is. And we talked about this a lot yesterday on the show. She was on sixty minutes the night before. Right. She's going to appear before Congress today to testify as to what she knows about Facebook and all that. So I'm sorry, it's Haugen, Francis Haugen. And uh, so anyway, she's going to appear before Congress today. If you just had one little iota of conspiracy in you, you would think that yesterday being down is a huge data purge because there's probably stuff they don't want out there. But since nobody really thinks in kind of conspiratorial terms, I'm sure it's just a little glitch in the system that took it down for the longest that it's ever been down in the history of forever. Oops. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So it it would appear that way, you know, because it it just seemed like when that interview aired Sunday night and then Monday morning, of course, when it's dissected and and talked about, Uh um, you know, when it started making the rounds, that's when it well everything went down. And I think there's two 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 sides to this. So if you if you had a little conspiratorial thing going on. You would think that might have been a data purge just say they had to take it down and get rid of a bunch of stuff they don't want out there. But secondly, you know, the other thing, and I told my wife this yesterday, they're teaching everybody a lesson what life would be like without them. <laughs> and people ain't liking it. Yeah, but you know, I, you most, know what I'm saying? Yeah, most people I know were a little confused at first as uh-huh. to what was going on. Yeah. You know, and then at some point it was like, well, okay, fine. <laughs> right, just go on without it. You but know? see, you had that attitude. A lot of people didn't. I was following yeah. on Twitter just to see what people were doing, and they're freaked, man. Yeah, they were totally, totally freaked mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of people. And this is what my video was about this morning. A lot of people run their entire lives and their businesses through Facebook. Right. So they have all their contacts there. Mm-hmm. They have all their groups there, and that's where they meet and have their meetings for their businesses. Mm-hmm. That's where their business contacts are. Everything they do runs through Facebook. A lot of people have given up, Don, on traditional email, like Gmail and stuff like that, sure. and they run everything through Facebook Messenger or in you know whatever. Well, it's a lot more convenient. It is, mm-hmm. but when stuff like yesterday happens, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Right. I have, you know, you see me with my backpack. I I had an office here for thirty years, right? 
And the new company came in, and the first thing they did was toss me out of my office. And I was pissed off for about 30 seconds, right? Because I was like, I've been here forever. I deserve an office. You know, I got an office. But then it was like a blessing in disguise because I didn't have to have a reason to, to live here for 12 hours a day. Right. An office kind of sure. ties you to the joint. Mm-hmm. So I live with this um, backpack. And in that backpack and in several places at home, a couple of other uh, places here and in my car, I have a plain old college-ruled notebook. And in that notebook, I have names, telephone numbers, addresses, a business contacts, of course, family, friends, and all that. Yeah. What? And business contacts and all that. So that if anything, if the phone goes down, the phone infrastructure goes down, or anything like that goes down, right. I've got it. Mm-hmm. I've got it. Right. And, and about once a month, I'll go through, and any pictures that I put up on social media, I'll download any of them that I want to keep. Sure. You know, kids or whatever. Right. They go on to, they go onto my computers at home. And I back that up. I put that in the cloud. I put it on flash drives. That way I have, I'm, I'm over redundant, some would probably say. But yesterday taught a lesson, I think, to a lot of people about being over redundant. So, um, and Zuckerberg lost uh, $6 billion yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God, really? $6 billion. Oh, man. Facebook went down 5%. Yeah. He lost $6 billion yesterday. Oh, he'll get it back this afternoon. Well, I mean, that's like you losing five. Right. Five bucks. Sure. He lost $6 billion. But the way I look at it, what happened yesterday, guys, for all of us that that you know were without data for a while and couldn't run our lives for a while, I'm not one of them, but for those who, who were like that, February, what did it teach us? Have a little chow and have a little alternate fuel, uh, fuel source, uh, power source, you know? That's what February taught us. Or the pandemic taught us to make sure it's got a TP. So TP put back somewhere, <laughs> right? That's what the pandemic taught us. Right. I think what taught us yesterday or what we learned yesterday was, hey, you need to make sure that you have your contacts and everything in a place where you can get to them and so on and so forth instead of just everything tied up in social media because, you know, you never know. There was a lot of talk on it. People were freaking yesterday because they were showing where – behind the scenes stuff and i guess i'll ask wes about this at 650 this morning but behind the scenes stuff and all the data stuff i guess the the lines of code is what i'm talking about here i don't know this stuff all right and i can drive a race car and shoot a gun but they the code and all that they were showing that on twitter well that stuff was gone so they were like guys facebook and ig may be gone forever it may be like they're having to rebuild it you know there's a real possibility that was the issue well that obviously didn't happen, but there's a real possibility it could. Yeah. Well, you know, because I'm sure that they do what you just suggested, and that's back everything up. Exactly. You know, it's a, it probably took them a while to get back to where everything was stored and plug that all in and get things going through their servers again. But. Their their employees couldn't even get in the building yesterday. Their key cards weren't working. <laughs> so how freaky is that? Can you imagine? Yeah. It's like, okay, Facebook's down. Employees up. They can't get in. Right. A world without Facebook is like blank. So... Let's ask that question. A day without Facebook is like blank. A friend of mine posted a meme late last night. I didn't see it till till this morning, and it said, um, "Did did did you make new friends or learn anything new while Facebook was down?" Uh-huh. And of course, me being me, I put, "Well, I, I learned that I'm married with several children." <laughs> I never even knew. That's right. Yeah. Well, so I was telling Sean yesterday. We were talking about this, and I don't remember if I said it on the air or just told him off the air. 
what I have begun to do, because I, I used to read all of my books on my phone or my Kindle reader, right? right? And I would just sit there. But if I was on my phone reading my books, if the book got boring, I would close the book and open up and scroll Facebook or IG. <laughs> right. So the books got more and more boring because I was continually, yeah. you know, I'd read a paragraph in the book and go back. i got to see what's going on in the world. Let me go back to Facebook. So what I started to do now is I put the, the phone in a separate room in a charger, mm-hmm. and I go in a separate room with a book. Right. And that way, it's hard to get up and walk across the room as I'm reading that book, and I think, I sure am getting bored. Well, nah, it's too much work to get up and walk in the next room and get the phone. Yeah. I'll leave it over there. Now that I think about it, I probably could have used Facebook yesterday because I had a, an eye doctor's appointment, and you know you were always waiting around. Yeah. Um, so I get in there, and I fill out the paperwork, and I'm waiting. You, you have That's the wait- what we do. You have the waiting room, and then you have the other waiting room. Yes. And so I'm in the other waiting room. Well, of course, with the pandemic, they've taken all the magazines and everything else out of there, you know, and, you know... <laughs> Thankfully, like you, I have you know Amazon, you know, and I download books on my phone as right. well. So I had that to pass a, pass some time. So and a lot of people you know, do that, yeah. but you know, it's either that or watch Judge Judy over and over again. I've had uh, enough of that for my life. Yeah, that's I don't true. need any more Judge Judy. So I don't know. You know, it's 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 um, it, it was a big eye opener for a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people yesterday. Yeah. And uh, people who it wasn't, it's not that big of a deal. There were other people that were having dry heaves yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Just That's wondering true. where and when it was going to come back. The Facebook fix. I can't do without it, man. When's it coming back? Yeah, for me personally, it was you know, just another day. So what? You know, yeah. It was a so what? It's fun. It's a fun thing sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's not. But yeah. uh, for me, it's just a lot of fun. I try to stay in touch with well, my friends. And but family, you don't but get your affirmation from it. See? No, you. That's not that's not that's not the deal for you. No, it's not a stroke for you. For a lot of people, it is, man. You know, they they there are a lot of people put a picture up and they continually check the likes and the loves. Man, am I getting love for this picture? That's not a, that's not it's not that for me either. You no. know, I put a picture up. If you don't like it, I don't give a crap. I don't no. care. You know, if it makes you smile and makes you laugh for a few minutes, then. Mission accomplished. And if it doesn't, well, you know, that's fine, too. But I'm not getting my self-worth from it. No. And that's, that's, but a lot of people do. A lot of people look, watch the likes, man, watch the likes. I don't even watch the number of friends because I stay maxed out. Mm -hmm. But I know people who check their friend number every day. It's like, oh, my God, I'm down two friends. So what? Who cares? <laughs> you know, a couple of them might have died. Who yeah, cares? Maybe. You know, big dang deal. Well, Whatever. maybe they decided to deactivate their accounts and move on. That's exactly that's, right. What life quite, is really all about. That's true. Like you said, I got a wife and three kids at all. Hey, I never knew that. That's a good one. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to use that. Yeah, all right. You, you mind that? I'll go right ahead. All right, quick break. More. More. The KTSA and FM 1071. Facebook is dragging children into dark places and deepening their insecurities with online bullying, self-injuries, suicide, eating disorders. Big Dick Blumenthal there. Without Facebook since 2018, says Lori, I discovered camping, no Wi-Fi, no check-ins, self-reflection at age 64. A day without Facebook is like blank. 210-599-5555. It's the match game. A day without Facebook is like blank. So Biden says that Manchin and Cinema being confronted by activists is just part of the process. Biden is encouraging attacks. And that's exactly what happened. More attacks came to Chris, Kirsten Cinema yesterday. This is the part this is the party of safe spaces. Now they're violating safe spaces. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Um how about we do the airplane? You want to do the airplane? Okay, this is Kirsten Cinema, the senator 
on a flight. So what's happening here, and I'm going to run out of time, but what's happening here is the senator, after the president said, hey, it's part of the process, the only people that this doesn't happen to are people with Secret Service like me. (laughs) You can't get to me. So uh, now more and more people are attacking Kirsten Sinema out there, more and more leftists who are paid for by George Soros, by the way, who are paid for by Facebook, by the way. Oh, after the news, because I have to break, after the news, I'll break it all down. George Soros is paying these people. Facebook is paying these people. So if you're on Facebook, you're helping to pay to attack Kirsten Cinema. But, by the way, they violated the law by going into the bathroom. It's against the law to go into the bathroom and film somebody in a bathroom. It's not just against the law. It's a felony. Steve, go ahead. We're all waiting for the arrests, Trey. It ain't going to happen. So I'm, ain't going to happen. I know that. You and I both know that. Everyone listening knows that. A day without Facebook is like a day without Satan. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Steve. You're awesome. Hey, you're going to, Steve, by the way, you're going to love my Merrick Garland story in the next half hour. So when we come back, more on this Kirsten Cinema and Joe Biden encouraging attacks on her, felonious attacks on her, by the way, approving of the felonious attacks on her, and Merrick Garland and what he, how he wants to attack parents. We got so much to do today. Let's take 4747. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. All right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Man, you read my mind. I was wanting some Durand of the second power. Way to go, dude. You read my mind, Chris. 536, Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Elaine. There's Chris. There's Don. All right. So uh, the president is encouraging these attacks on Kirsten uh, Cinema. He uh, did it yesterday during a... It's just part of him. It's part of the process. The only people that aren't going to be harassed are those of us with Secret Service around us. So the party of safe spaces now encourages the violation of those safe spaces. It is a felonious assault to uh, tape anybody in the, in the bathroom. Uh, uh, seriously, you put you put a camera on your shoe and walk in there and stick it under the stall and, and take a video of a girl in the stall. First of all, you're liable to get the crap knocked out of you. Second of all, you've just broken a law and you go to prison. I don't mean jail. I don't mean Javier's hotel. I mean actual prison with Brutus waiting on you. Hey, you're my wife. Well, I'm serious. That's what ought to happen to these people. So anyway, Democratic strategist Max Burns, you've seen him on TV. He said, don't run for office if you're going to just run and hide. Yeah, or like use the restroom. Don't run for office if you're going to use the restroom is what he said. Cinema responded to the bathroom confrontation uh, with a statement after deceptively entering a locked, secure building. See, that's the other thing they could have been thrown in jail for because she was teaching at ASU at the time, and they broke into a university. 
Then at Reagan International and Reagan National, she was accosted. Then on the airplane, she was accosted. The plane, by the way, when she was accosted on the plane, the plane should immediately have landed. The pilot should have set that plane down wherever the pilot was. Police should have been called and uh, have arrested the, the harassers for unsafe flight conditions. If you have one too many and you go up and harass the guy on 17B, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to land that airplane, and they're going to handcuff you, and they're going to haul you off for unsafe flight conditions. Well, you can't do it to a senator either. You can't do it to anybody. Left-wing billionaire George Soros is paying for it. Activists with Living United for Change in Arizona are doing it. They are funded by George Soros Open Society Foundation. George Soros for years has dedicated billions of dollars and his life to the destabilization of the United States of America. He's a commie. He's trying to institute communism in the United States. Pretty darn close to it. If you're on Facebook, you're paying for this as well because Mark Zuckerberg's pro-immigration charity gave money, Living United. <clears throat> and then the foundation, the Ford Foundation also, and the National Education Foundation, uh, National Education Association, all gave money to this group that is chasing down Kirsten Cinema and accosting her. So uh, all of it needs to stop. And if you're on Facebook, well, then you're funding it. Um, George Soros is funding it. If you're a teacher, you're funding it. Merrick Garland is calling on the FBI to counter and shut down political opposition. Just like Germany in the 1930s, just like Mao Zedong, just like the Soviet Union did. Now, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, has announced the FBI is going to take the lead on the law enforcement response to what Garland called a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. Basically, if you're a parent and you're showing up at a school board meeting, the FBI is going to investigate you. I'm just telling you. And they're trying to intimidate you and keep you from showing up at school board meetings. That's why they announced this. They have yet to file one charge against a BLM or an Antifa member who burned buildings down and killed people last summer. Not once. Not once. Buildings burned. People died at the hands of BLM and Antifa. And Merrick Garland has done squat. Nothing. But moms and dads show up to complain about books with vile porn in the books. Moms and dads show up to protest critical race theory, which lies about our country and is teaching communism to our children. And now the FBI is going to crack down on you parents. You parents know you're not supposed to have any input into the education of your child. We're the experts. We know because we're the experts. So now Merrick Garland, this is what you call intimidation of political opposition. As I said, Mao Zedong did it, he killed people. The Soviet Union did it, they killed people. Adolf Hitler did it, he killed people. When it comes to intimidation of political opposition, that's exactly what they are doing right here. They're trying to intimidate you to keep you from showing up by saying, if you show up, the FBI is going to investigate you. Don't let it stop you. Show up. Go to the school board meetings. And be heard. Be nice. Be kind. Be peaceful. Keep it under control. 
But you take your time and you stand up and you tell the school board and you tell the city council and you tell the commissioner's court and you tell all these people what you think about what they're doing to destroy your country. And don't let them scare you with the FBI. Do not do it. Don't let them scare you. We're entering in a time in the United States that patriots will go to jail. I'm just telling you. Those of us who are going to stand up for this country are going to go to jail for our words. So it's the way it is. Here we are. There's a communist revolution happening in the United States, and the commies are going to push back against political opposition. They always do. Learn history, folks. Read about Adolf Hitler. Read about Mao Zedong. Read about the Soviet Union and Lenin. And see what they did. And, and be prepared. Just show up. Show up at me. As I said, be peaceful. Keep it under control. Don't lose your mind. But speak your peace. Jason Aldean said, so let me get this straight. It's no longer our decisions as parents or free Americans to make decisions about our kids. This was after Gavin Newsom did the vax mandate in California for all school kids. Uh, Aldine goes on. He says, Gavin Newsom makes those decisions for us now. you got to be kidding me. People in California should be outraged and people everywhere else better start standing up and speaking out now. This is not how America and freedom works. I just bought my first Jason Aldine album yesterday after hearing that. I downloaded it yesterday. His wife, Brittany, she's received a lot of hell because she's been standing up for, for free market and for freedom. She is outspoken about it. She wears an anti-Biden T-shirt. She said, I will never apologize for my beliefs, for my love, for my family and my country. This is the greatest country in the world. I want to keep it that way. She conducted an Instagram Live and told more about her husband, her and her husband's decision to be outspoken. She took questions from fans. She said, uh, one of the fans asked, what helped you to be more open about all this? She said, you'd be surprised how many people agree but aren't able to speak about their, few, their views. The amount of supportive messages I get is unbelievable. I personally don't give a damn if people don't agree with me. I think it's important now more than ever to stand up for what you believe, even if it goes against the grain. Brittany uh, Aldean, and I'm going to buy another Jason Aldean album today. I'll buy my second one. Because that's the way it ought to be right there, folks. And that's what you have to do. You have to stand up and speak out. You have to stand up and speak out. Stand up and speak out. In peace, but stand up and speak out. Uh, you can no lo- Patriots can no longer live quietly in the reserves here in the United States. And, yes, they're going to intimidate you. Like I said, Merrick Garland yesterday said he's calling out the FBI to investigate these parents that are showing up at school board meetings. Well, I don't care. Let them investigate. Let them intimidate you. As I said, a time is coming in this country, and I believe we're there. A time is coming in this country when patriots are going to go to jail for speaking out, for for exercising your First Amendment right. And so be it. You know, that's going to happen. The communist revolution that is happening here in the country right now will not stand for you standing up for freedom in this country. They can't stand for you standing up for freedom. Remember Tiananmen Square? Guy didn't fire a shot, did he? Just stood in front of the tanks. And that's where we are in America today. Whether we realize it or not, we're all carrying on with our lives. And, oh, my God, Facebook was gone. Holy moly, what am I going to do without Facebook? Yeah, what are you going to do when they are controlling every aspect of your life? And they're on the march right now trying to take away your rights. They are trying to take away your right to speak freely at a school board meeting, folks. They are intimidating moms and dads and trying to take away your right to go to your school board meeting that you elect and that you pay for with your tax dollars. 
You see, this experiment in citizen governance is almost over in this country, and they are planning it that way. They are in the final uh, stages of tamping out uh, citizen governance. And it's the only time that citizen governance has ever happened on planet Earth. Did you know that? This is it. This is the only time. The rest of the time, we've been serfs, or we have been, uh, you know, wards of the state, or, or, you know, whatever. There's been dictatorships throughout history. There's been monarchies throughout history. This is the first and only time there has been citizen governance, and it's almost gone back. Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. Okay, Jen, go for it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I got my mind set on George! I got my mind set on Just let it play. I got my mind set on you. Yeah. got my mind set on you. Let's do it. But it's gonna take money. A whole lot of spending money. Try to keep your butt in bed with that plan. Better play, Chris. Can't keep, you can't stay in bed with this going. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take patience and time. Just to do it, just to do it, just to do it, just to do it, to do it, to do it. All right, uh, 210-599-5555-5555-55. Just keep pushing fives. Two one zero five nine nine. That a whole bunch of fives. So in Sunrise Park Middle School, White Bear Lake, Minnesota, the latest school to change their grading system. They have to fight systemic racism, which is everywhere in the grading system. The old A B C D E F is racist, don't you know? We're all a bunch of racists because we all grew up with A B C D E F. They're eliminating the F grade up there. The principal, Christina Pierre, says our whole intent is to ensure the grades focus on the process of learning. Therefore, grades will not include behaviors, attitude, tardiness to class, whether the assignment was turned in late or on time. No, we're not going to consider any of those things. You can be tardy. You can turn it in late. It doesn't matter. If if we do any judging based on whether the assignment was late or whether you were late to class or whether you even went to class or what your behavior was in class, no, no, that's racist if we consider that. It's racist to consider tardiness. It's racist to consider people and how they behave in the classroom. Students are going to be encouraged to take retake tests. When they take a test and they fail it, they, they can retake the test. They can retake the quizzes. They can revise their papers and projects so that they don't get a sucky grade. It's called an equity audit. And they did an equity audit and found grading disparities among students of color. Grading can be one of the largest areas in which systemic racism and inequities are perpetuated, said the doctor. Grading should not be a measure of how well a student can survive all that stress at home that they're going through. So equity, of course, is not, equity is not equality in terms of equal opportunity. Equity is equal outcomes. So you can really suck at school and be an F, and you're going to get an A. Hey, this is awesome. You get an A if you're really an F. Because to give you an F, that would be racist. Because, you know, you got a really sucky home life. 
The removal of the F grade by Sunrise Park is similar to the one they're doing at Clark County Divida, where they replaced it with a W. Instead of an F, it's a W because you're working on standards there. Saying grades shall not be influenced by behavior or other non-academic measures like later missing assignments, attendance, participation, responsibility. We are so freaking doomed. Adam, go ahead. You're on. Uh, you know, Trey, when they say vaccinated, like some leftists, oh, I'm vaccinated. Look at me. I'm saving the world. That's not true. You know, Trey, the definition of the word vaccinated is treat with a vaccine to produce immunity against a disease. That's not the case. It's more like get the shots. You're probably still going to get it. It's not going to be as bad. You're not as likely to die, but you still might die. That's not vaccinated. You know, in all these stadiums full of masked, you know, maskless people living their lives, having a great time, just shows me, Trey, that, you know, cases seem to go up more when everybody has to wear a mask, especially when they had a lockdown and they had to stay away from each other. And I wish that con man, that fraud, uh, Dr. Fauci would go to hell already. Thanks, Trey. Oh, thanks, Adam. Appreciate it. Uh, CNBC asked the question. Sarah Eisen on CNBC had freaking Fauci on. And she asked the question, are you too casual about the limitations of the vaccine? Because it does feel to me that these breakthroughs are happening. They're happening regularly, and we haven't really seen the government pay that much attention to them or warn that much about them. All you got to do is spend a little time on social media, and you will find that the breakthrough cases are not breakthrough cases. It's reality. It's, it's, how this, it's a virus, and this is how it works. This is not a vaccine that prevents you from getting the disease. This is what we call a prophylactic therapeutic. It's something that you take. See, that's a lot. That's a sixty-four dollar word, ain't it, Chris? See, I could, I could be in a pharmacy with you, a prophylactic therapy, uh, therapeutic. And what it is, it's something they give you ahead of time, so that when you catch it, because you're gonna catch it, this doesn't keep you from catching it. When you catch it, you don't die as bad a death. If you die, that's what a prophylactic therapeutic is, and that's basically what this does. That's how this is responding in the mar- in the real world, in the marketplace right now. So if you're thinking this is a keeping you from getting it, I, I- at BSG. The place for breaking news. Get the late-breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Reports in recent weeks, and I think, obviously, the whistleblower was... Uh, came forward last night in the in the report but about efforts to attract young users and negative effects on teenagers mental health are certainly troubling they're hardly isolated incidents yeah okay so it was a very interesting day yesterday good morning it's a nice cool morning this morning the bubble-headed bleach bonds are all talking this morning about how cold it is outside i had to grab a jacket and wear that in today it's so cold out there it's not cold out there. It feels awesome this morning. Humidity is down. And when the humidity is down, all that ugh, is out of the air. You came in on two wheels this I morning. came in on two this morning, baby. Good. Could not resist. Don't blame you. Beautiful out there. And I missed the car fire over there on I-35. So if you're coming in on 35, you're going to Sam C or whatever we're calling it this week, or you're going downtown, uh, you might want to take 1604 over 281 and boogie on it that way because 35 is just a mess right now on the uh, northeast side of town it's backing up forever so there you go uh facebook was down yesterday what'd you say about you realized what 
I was married and had kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, a, a lot of people were in a panic mode. I followed it on Twitter. And they were having, and people here in town on Twitter were like having a panic attack about it. Right. So I made a little video about it this morning because, like, you know, February taught us to make sure that you have a little beans put away and some electricity put away somewhere. And like the pandemic taught us to have some TP put away somewhere. Well, this taught us some things yesterday. For those who, who do all their business on Facebook, they have all their contacts. And I know people who do this. And they've got business groups and stuff like that. Really bad idea to have everything concentrated in one place. Really bad idea. Uh, because there was a lot of fear yesterday that Facebook might have been erased forevermore. Like it was gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they got redundancy on top of redundancy, you know, so they could go back and they can recreate and whatever. But there were a lot of people on Twitter going, uh, th- here's the code thing for Twitter, uh, for, for Facebook and Instagram. It's gone. It's been wiped. And so, and they were showing that on Twitter yesterday. Um, I've got, I told you, I, I used to have an office here. I don't have one anymore. I've got a, a bag that I carry with me wherever I go. And in that bag, I've got a notebook with, important phone numbers and addresses and people that I may need to talk to, including business people, whatever. And I have copies of that notebook stashed at different places. Mm -hmm. So if anything happens to the bag, I can just, you know, whatever. Instead of having it on the phone where most people are on Facebook or Instagram where most people have their stuff. Right. So, and it wasn't a big deal to you, you said. No, not really. Yeah. You know, it didn't, uh, like I said, there was a few minutes in the eye doctor's office where, it would have come in handy. Right. <laughs> you know, right. But uh, other than that, it was no big deal to me at You all. didn't lose $6 billion yesterday like Zuckerberg did. I, I didn't lose six seconds worrying about it. So. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. A lot of people did, yeah. man. A lot of people were in a panic mode yesterday. Right. You know, it first, was gone. And, and you, know, you gave some examples uh, last hour about people who rely heavily on that medium to uh, conduct business yep. and what have you. And, yes, sir. Um, I can't help but think that's a small percentage. Because if I were a business person, I wouldn't rely <laughs> on the likes of Facebook as a place to conduct my business. You'd be shocked. Right. It's, it's, You'd be shocked yeah, how many people do. It doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. You know? uh, people that are do- doing all their messaging through, you know, what do they right. call it, private messenger or whatever right. they call that, it's messenger, messenger app. Yeah. Uh, they do all that through there. They have all their contacts on there. Mm-hmm. And the way that they have done it, and Facebook did this, is that all of your contacts in Facebook are now all of your contacts everywhere else if you approve that, right? Sure, right. So the the contacts in your phone, your Facebook contacts, or your IG contacts, and on and on, in the WhatsApp and everything in their whole universe. Mm-hmm. And so if it all goes down tomorrow, or if we had a big attack on the Internet, say, you know, it, it's, it'd be very difficult. Our jobs are Internet-based jobs now, mm-hmm. the way we do our business used to be we had a newspaper and a knife and we cut the story out all right pair of scissors yes and a highlighter razor blade yeah and you cut it out with a highlighter and do your show now it's everything on on there you know sean does his off his phone when he comes in right and so i mean it's really important to have some redundancy built into what you do so all i'm saying is just like 
you know, in, in February, we learned to have some beans and some, something to make a fire with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might want to have something, another way to be able to contact people than just running everything through the Internet. And it may not be important to our audience, but I'm going to tell you there's a lot of young people because I'm around them because of my grandkids that live every bit of their lives through that phone. That's it. Everything. And goes through a social media app, mm-hmm. IG or Facebook or whatever. So a day without Facebook is like a what? It was just another day for Another me. day for you. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a guy call up earlier and say it was a day without Satan. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, look, and I put this in a, I did a video about all this this morning, and Elaine put it up on the, on the website. People were commenting about uh, they were reading books. Uh, they, they actually talked to their partners, to their husband or wife or whatever. They actually <laughs> spent time with the kids yesterday. Sure. People were putting all that up. But uh, if if you had a little bit of a conspiratorial mind to you, uh, you might say data purge because yesterday was the day we played the video from the 60 Minutes interview. Today she's appearing before Congress. Mm -hmm. This is all, by the way, a setup for a government takeover so they can control what happens on Facebook. That's what that's what they're about to do. Is is Congress is going to insert themselves and control the content of Facebook? That's what's the ultimate thing that's going to come out of this. Right. But they've been trying to do that for a while. That's right. You know, this is this is just going to be their their feather in their cap. That's so exactly speak, right. So. They, they're going to control the content on Facebook, one hundred percent. The government is, and and so that's what this is about. They're setting this up, and they're going to move it through Congress and get that done. You just heard Jen Psaki say, you know, this, this is so horrible what's going on out there, and we're going to have to really take a look at this. And that's why they're doing the test, testimony and all. That. That's what's happening here. Mm-hmm which I'm against. I'm against the government controlling any kind of speech, any kind of speech. You can say whatever you want to say. So they're going to try to, or, or they will regulate, much like we are regulated by the FCC. Now, mm-hmm. right now, right now, as of today, they're not uh, controlling editorial content like they used to do back when I first got in this business. Right. With the fair, what's called the fairness doctrine back then, or equal time, what you had to do was you had to write down, anytime you did anything political, you had to write down what it was and how long it was. Mm-hmm. And then you had to actively chase the other side and say, hey, I did seven, I did seven minutes talking about Ronald Reagan. Right. So I, now i got to chase down Jimmy Carter and offer Jimmy Carter seven minutes. And it was a big pain in the butt. Right. So everybody just started to do recipe radio. Hey, yeah. tell me about the pork you're going to cook this weekend. That's what it turned into, morning magazines. Mm-hmm. That's how it was born. Right. And then Ronald Reagan came along and said, no, you can talk about whatever you want to. It's called First Amendment. Have at it. We're getting rid of this fairness doctrine. Well, the Democrats have been trying to put that back in for a long time. They're going to start here with Facebook, I believe. I believe that's what's coming out of this. Yeah. So, isn't, isn't there a case where it's still, if, if you talk about certain candidates, if the opposing candidate calls and asks for equal time, do you still have to get? I don't think stuff? you have to offer it. No, I don't think you have no, to offer I, it. I, not offer it, but you know, if they if they ask for. No, it. I don't think you have to. Okay. Uh, I I don't know. I, maybe the boss can clear right. me up on that for because sure. Because those rules are so fluid at times. Yeah, they they know? do change. They do change. And I know I spent a lot of years with a stopwatch, you know, right? You know, talking to certain people, you know, making sure I gave them all the same well, amount of time. I, I think you have to offer them the same rate if. If if I'm running as oh, a Republican, for adver- yeah, for advertising, yes, right. and you're running as a Democrat, yeah. and the station charges me ten dollars, well, they can't charge you fifty, right? Right? Yeah. They have to charge you the same amount, mm-hmm. and they can't charge you less. They can't say, sure. well, you're like the Democrats, so we're going to charge you eight bucks for Democrats and twelve dollars for Republicans. They can't, you yeah, can't right, do that. Everybody's yeah. got to be, everybody's got to be the same. But I could be screwed up on that. I'm I'm kind of out of that 
I used to program and manage stations, yeah. so I was on top of that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really not anymore. Uh, but my point is, the FCC right now doesn't it doesn't regulate our editorial content. But they're going to do that on Facebook, and, and they'll they'll start doing it eventually across the board. I think. But imagine if they did, though. What would the what would the the the, the cable news talk show host at night do? Check. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, all of them. Exactly right. <laughs> it would be extremely difficult well, for them to conduct their business well, as the way they do. Not just them, though, Don. You, ABC and right. CNN, they do what's called a newscast, mm-hmm. but it's nothing but editorializing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I sit here and watch the morning news on, on these television stations, they're not doing news. They're All they're doing is they're, they put their own spin and their own bent on it, mm-hmm. the way they write the story right. and what they choose to leave out and what they choose to include leads it in a certain direction. They mm-hmm. all do it, but and 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 they're the ones who get me the most because if I watch Hannity, I know he's a talk show host. If I watch Mad Al, I know she's a talk show host. Right. But if I'm watching David Muir, right? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be an objective journalist just presenting the news. He's a news presenter, but he is not. All of their content is all shaped and written in a specific way for a specific purpose. You know, it's it's done that way through pic, the the pictures, the video that they choose, the script writing. Everything is done for a specific bent. But they present themselves as here's the news. <laughs> no, it's not the news. It's editorializing. Mm-hmm. And I'd be fine with it if they just say that up front. Here's ABC's editorial for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. Here's the news. No, it's not. It's not the nightly news. Yeah. So anyway, um, the CDC has renewed their recommendation for virtual holiday celebrations. You're going to love this. Attending gatherings to celebrate events and holidays increase your risk of getting and spreading COVID-19, says the CDC yesterday. So the safest way to celebrate during the holidays this year, says the CDC, is celebrate virtually. Go online, do a Zoom meeting for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Or go outside and stand six feet apart from each other. I'm reading from the CDC. Go outside and stand six feet, of, feet apart from each other on Christmas. So here, Bobby, here's your bicycle. <laughs> I'm it's gonna, over there. It's going to shove it your way. <laughs> the health agency advising celebrating over video chats with family and friends. Go on video chat with your family and watch virtual events. And did you hear me break out laughing in here by myself? Every once in a while, I know Don thinks I'm crazy because I'm in here and I'm doing my prep work and all of a sudden I just start laughing and I'm all by myself. Here's what I was laughing at. CDC says watch virtual events and drive around the community waving at neighbors from a safe distance. (laughs) Yeah, like a little parade or something. (laughs) Your Christmas parade. It's the wear Morgan Christmas Parade. Here we go. We got to drive through the cul-de-sac, yep. waving at people. You know, get the, get the back of my pickup. <laughs> oh my God! I'll, I'll drive you through your neighborhood. Oh my God! And then we'll switch. You know, I'll get in the back of the pickup, and you drive me through my neighborhood. If you just have to be indoors for Christmas, make sure that you open all the doors and all the windows, and turn on all the fans. Right now. In San Antonio at Christmas. <laughs> That's a, it's, it's probably going to happen anyway. Right. <laughs> See, in San Antonio, no Ever. issue. 
in Bangor, Maine. It ain't gonna happen. That's a right. problem right there. <laughs> Those windows are boarded up till April. Come on. <laughs> Quick break. More on the other side. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, speaking of the holidays, uh, gift cards are huge for the holidays, of course. And did you know that South Texas Guns has gift cards? That's right. South Texas Guns has gift cards available. So if you got somebody who's a, a gunner in, in, in your life, you know, or somebody who wants to be, well, a gift card is a great idea because you can buy ammo, you can buy accessories like holsters. They got all the accessories over there. All kinds of cool stuff that you can buy with a gift card plus guns. You can buy guns with a gift card at South Texas Guns right now. Now, a lot of people have been stocking up for protection, you know, handguns for protection. And so they've got the ammo, they got the handguns at South Texas Guns. They have the friendliest uh, service and the friendliest people on the planet to help you get the right gun for you. Whether it's a Smith & Wesson, whether it's Kember, whether it's a Sig, Sig Sauer, whatever it is you're looking for, they have the top name brands right there at South Texas Guns for all of your gun needs. Shotguns and rifles and everything in between, plus expert gunsmiths on staff to take care of you and gift cards. SouthTexasGuns.com. That's SouthTexasGuns.com. Great morning and a great week, in fact. Plenty of sun all week with the highs about 90 and low humidity. 60. Okay, take it easy. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. The reason we have to raise the debt limit is in part because of the reckless tax and spending policies under the previous Trump Uh, administration. (laughs) Of course, it's Trump's fault. Yes, it's Trump's fault that we got to raise the debt ceiling. Not that Joe Biden has uh, been in Washington for 50 years and a part of all these policies. No, it's Trump's fault. Well, look, hey, Democrats, you're in charge of the House. You're in charge of the Senate. You're in charge of the presidency. Raise the debt ceiling. Get on with it. Don't let nothing but common sense and pure fear hold you back. Get on with it. Democrats, you you run the show. It's your it, Washington is your baby. You see, they're not doing it because they know what a crap show that would be, and they don't want any part of having that around their political necks. So, you know, we got to raise it because Donald Trump. That's why we got to raise it because Donald Trump. No, both parties, both parties have been spending and spending and spending. We've talked about it for years. We've talked about the debt clock for years. Neither party could care less because, quite frankly, most of the Republicans are Democrats. There's no Democrats that are Republicans, but most of the Republicans are Democrats. So they've been spending like crazy, like Democrats do. And for Joe Biden to come along and say, well, we got to raise the debt soon because of Donald Trump, you're full of crap, Joe. Somebody needs to tell you that to your face. You're full of crap. It's not true. But bottom line is, Democrats... You control the House. You control the Senate. You can, yes, you do, because you got Kamala's 51st vote. And you control the White House. Get on with it, big boy. Raise the debt ceiling. Have at it. Have a good time. By the way, since we're talking about such things, the money that they're spending in D.C., you know, Bernie said he wanted $6 trillion. Joe Manchin says, I want a trillion and a half, none of which is going to be able to be paid for. Uh, they're talking about somewhere around $2.1 trillion is where they're going to settle. But, you know, we've talked about what's in this bill, like the IRS 
who is going to monitor all of your intake and outflow out of your bank accounts if it's $600 and one penny. So they're going to know where you're getting your money from and where you're spending your money if it's 601 cent. Okay? That's in the bill. Free, free college tuition for illegal aliens residing in the United States. Are you paying college tuition for anybody right now? Are you saving for college tuition for anybody? Well, in this monstrosity that I have said over and over again, I'll say it again, it has nothing to do with the money. It's the framework for the communist revolution in America that's happening right now. It's taking us off of free market capitalism and putting us under Marxist socialism to march toward communism. Okay? In the bill, listen, in the bill is not only free college for illegal aliens, illegal aliens are also able to avail themselves of the child tax credit. They have taken the tax number liability off of it, and anybody in the U.S., including illegal aliens, will be able to receive $300 per child for $3,600 per child per year, $300 a month per child. The Biden administration is bringing them in, which that effectively turns it into what? Free money. Free money. This is a basically one of those guaranteed income things for illegal aliens residing in the United States. It's in the bill. So when you hear me say it's nothing but Marxist socialism ending up in communism, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're going to be giving people $300 per child including illegal aliens. That, my friends, is Marxist socialism. That's called redistribution of wealth. Taking it from you, you're stuck out here on I-35 because of the wreck this morning, staring at brake lights. You're trying to go make a living so you can pay your taxes, and Joe wants to steal your money, take some off the top in Washington, D.C., and then send it to prospective Democrat voters, including illegal aliens. You for that? You down with that? Okay, that's where we are. Spread the word. Tell people about it. 628 now KTSA for a limited time. You can purchase an air purifier and receive a free heat check for your system at home. It's a $99 value from our friends at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Now, the purifier goes into your existing AC unit. It's got UV lights. Those UV lights uh, destroy the pollutants in there, and your home's air quality is much, much better. In fact, it kills 99.8% of all the microbial growth in your AC system. helps with your allergies, your asthma, and all that. And you will get it. When you buy, when you get a $99 value, you will get your free heat check when you buy one of these air purifiers from our friends at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. But it's only, only for a limited time. They fix faucet leaks and slab leaks. They provide free estimates to you. They have master plumbers on staff. They are green certified, and they have great financing options as well. But check this out. Get the air purifier. Purchase an air purifier and get a free heat check for your home system at a $99 value. That's Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC at 210 657 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, 637 now, KTSA 210-599-5555. Quick reminder, West Bunch coming up at 650 here with Tech Tuesday. And, you know, what in the world would he be talking about today after the biggest data purge? <laughs> no, that's what I'm going to call it anyway. You're gonna you're being called in front of Congress. We got to get rid of all that stuff that's in there. Can't anybody have all that stuff? Speaking of data, we got the date now for Bill Shatner's trip into outer space when he becomes the Rocket Man. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Yeah. Zero hour, nine a.m. <laughs> yeah. So good. And I'm going to be high as a kite <laughs> by then. I, I think you probably will be. Jim. Damn it. Jim, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. <laughs> it's good, isn't it's it? It's lonely out in space. It's lonely out in space. On such a timeless flight. Yeah. October 12th is when he's going to be actually going to space. William Shatner. James T. Kirk. Go ahead. A little bit more of a play. Why not? That's okay. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. I'm a rocket man. No, no, no. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> it took him forever to get there. Come rocket on, man. Building up the Burning anticipation. Up the Tell you. He's 90. 90 years old. And so when you're Going 90, what do, you, what do you care? Why not go? I mean, you know. He's done everything else. Right. You know, why not? James Doohan is floating around up there. Right. Sure. He can say something to James. Yeah, say hello. He's going to be floating out there for the rest of sure. eternity, so he might as well say, hey, Scotty, how you doing? I, I don't know why those Bill Shatner recordings crack me up. They're so the bad. best, man. I don't, I, and I'm trying to wrap my head around whether or not he was being serious or if it's just a big joke. Either way, it's brilliant. I can't tell. But, you know, if, 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 it's, if, it's, if it's him being, you know, funny, then it's, you know, He's a brilliant comedian. He is that. But if he if he's trying to be serious, he's got to be the most delusional human being on the planet. <laughs> it's funny too. Either way, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so we get the same entertainment value yeah. out of it, right? Yeah. He doesn't care. He made money off of it. What does Why he care? Would he he's care? making money, right? right? You've you've heard. We, uh, everybody in this business has listened a million times to him schooling the young producer on the on the commercial. Right. Right. We've all listened to that a million times. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, he went into a recording session like all of us do. And all of us have been in this position, if you've been in this business any length of time, they send in, occasionally they'll send in these producers, and they're, you know, they're wet behind the ears. They're, they're just like 12 years old, you know, they're 20-something right out of college, and they know it all about broadcasting. They know everything about it, mm-hmm. right? right? And they're going to tell you who's been doing it for 60 years how to read a piece of copy. So he goes in, and he sits down, and he reads this copy like Bill Shatner would read the copy, mm-hmm. right? And the kid goes... <clears throat> Excuse me, Mr. Shatner, would you go up on the and come down on A, please? When you when you say the, would you go up and say the? <laughs> Does he cuss? I don't think he cusses. No, it's the Casey Kasem one. Yes, yeah, the Casey Kasem one. Yeah. Goes off. And so yeah. 
You do? You have that? Oh, let's play. Go ahead. Why not? We're here. We're about Shatner, and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century. So take the next few minutes and listen very closely. You'll be amazed at what you hear. Okay? Um, can there be a little more uh, excitement in the beginning? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Like really laid, you know, really super laid back. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying, uh, okay, I'll, I'll try and do that. <laughs> Let's do take two. So, but by the end of this, by the end of this, the kid is, because he's doing it the way you want me to do it, right? right? And the kid's just groveling on the ground saying, no, do it your way. Go ahead. <laughs> Do it, do it your way. Yeah. Do it the way you want to. In do fact, it. I quit. Yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> yeah. pretty much how that works. Good stuff. All right, so here's what they're doing now. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It was announced yesterday by Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, that the FBI is going to begin to investigate those of you who show up at school board meetings. There's been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. So here's what they're doing. They're going to have any threats against public service are not only illegal, they run counter to our nation's core values, they say. So now when you show up at a school board meeting to talk about the, the books that are in the library full of porn, as the, as the mom did here in Texas, or in Loudoun, New Jersey, where the parents have stood up against CRT, the FBI is now going to investigate you. Now, now look, they have yet to investigate BLM, uh, and they have not they have not prosecuted the BLM or Antifa for actually burning buildings, killing people, rioting all across America. But they're going to go after mom and dad for showing up at school board meetings. This is nothing less than shutting down the political opposition. I've been telling you, you ask me, what can I do? You show up at school board meetings, and you do it peacefully. You do it respectfully. You do it within the law, but you are heard. You stand up, and you make sure you're heard. You go to city council, and the same thing. You sign up. You follow their rules. You do it peacefully, but you go get heard. And the other side can't stand it. The commies can't stand it. Germany in the 1930s shut down political opposition. Mao Zedong killed political opposition. The Soviet Union locked up political opposition in the gulags. Don't let that happen. Look, there's coming a time. There is coming a time when patriots in this country are going to go to jail for what we say. For what we say, they're going to lock us up. And it's beginning right now with Merrick Garland sending the FBI to investigate moms and dads. Well, don't you dare be intimidated. You follow the rules, follow the law, be respectful. But say your piece and don't let them back you down. That's all this is about. This is about scaring moms and dads and making sure you don't go talk about what they're doing in your kid's school or at city council. Don't you show up down here. We don't want to hear from you. Well, they can stuff it where the sun don't shine all day long as far as I'm concerned. This is what it's about. You are supposed to be heard from. Look, what's happening in our country right now, and this is the only time in the, in the history of the world that citizen ruler has been in effect. It's right here in the United States. Citizen ruler. We have ruled our country as citizens. Every other time we've been serfs, we've been subjects of the state. Every other time there's been dictatorships or there have been, uh, you know, uh, kings, potentates have ruled over us. 
This time we've had citizen governance in the United States, but they are working to bring it to an end. In a communist revolution, you cannot hear from the people. You cannot have citizen governance. So they're trying to shut down citizen governance in this communist revolution that we're going through right now as we live. And the latest is uh, you know, sending out, sicking the FBI on moms and dads going to school board meetings. Don't let them intimidate you. Don't let them. Show up. Say what you got to say. Again, peacefully follow the law. But don't let this turn into Germany or Mao Zedong or the Soviet Union, which is the direction all of that is headed. Go ahead quickly, Eddie, quickly. Well, I'm just glad that Merrick Garland did not make it to the Supreme Court. Right. Dangerous man. Right. We should be moving now to call our representatives to have him removed as the director Correct. of the FBI. That's he's right. A dangerous man. Well, he's not the FBI. He's the attorney general. But you're right, Eddie. Exactly right. Thank God Mitch McConnell made sure that he didn't make it on the Supreme Court. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate it. Got to take a break. Tech Tuesday with Wes Bunch from Bridgehead IT coming up next. Hey, at Lifestyles Unlimited, they will teach you how to invest in real estate, how to make money investing in real estate. That's what they do at Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Now, what are they going? What are you going to learn over there? You're going to learn the, the ways, the best ways, the money-making ways of investing in real estate, you'll learn how to retire in five years or less. And this is not a get-rich-quick, you know, it's not like you're going to sign up and sit on the couch. If you sign up and sit on the couch, you're going to lose money. But if you sign up and get in a game, you can start making money, passive streams of income, and you can retire in five years or less, and they're going to show you how to do it. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Got a special deal for you. Use my name. That's Ware, W-A-R-E. And two and a year is usually seven forty to be in with with Lifestyles Unlimited. We're going to give you two years for two ninety seven. An entire community of people come around you to help you build your business for success. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Promo code is where. W-A-R-E, all in care. For the disruption, I know how much you rely on our services to stay connected with the people you care about. Yeah, not nearly as sorry as you, Mark. You lost $6 billion yesterday. I didn't lose anything. Not a minute of sleep. Nothing. And on Tuesdays, we have Tech Tuesday from Bridgehead IT. Wes Bunch, CEO, joins us and uh, always brings very great, valuable information from the IT world. And obviously, this is going to be the topic today. So what happened yesterday, Wes? Well, it was funny. I can tell you what happened, but why it happened is still a little suspect, I have to admit. Um, you know, I started hearing around the office the other day, you know, Facebook can't be down, can it? In fact, you know, it was so unlikely that an organization that large could be completely down. We opened up an internal trouble ticket on our end because we thought, gosh, this has to be something on our end. And, you know, after our, our network engineers started poking around, we realized it was something much bigger and much more serious than that. You know, Facebook and really all of its uh, affiliated services like WhatsApp and Instagram, and Instagram, they were, in fact, hard down. Uh, their DNS name stopped resolving, and it was if somebody in their data center should literally just unplug the cables. In fact, if they had, that's exactly what we would all experience. So really when we dug in, there's a protocol called BGP. Without getting too technical about what BGP is, it's basically the exchange mechanism that all the big routers on the Internet use to publish the pathway to all destinations on the Internet, right? So, you know, BGP allows a company like Facebook to advertise its presence to all other networks on the Internet. 
And yesterday, Facebook just stopped advertising its presence. So ISPs and all of our home networks couldn't find it on the Internet. So it's like driving around a city you've never been in before without a map or a GPS or a guide to, to show you around. So, you know, what's weird, and here's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. They were down for many hours yesterday, right? And, and Facebook's claim to that is, is that, well, since the path to the routers were down, all of our network technicians who were working at home couldn't get to the routers to fix them. So we had to basically call people that were on site and get them to plug in and, and walk them through the process of fixing it. And they didn't have the security credentials. And it was like this this mayhem, this just massive manual, you know, orchestration. And, and the part that I really don't get is, is that, and, and maybe I just need to call them today and talk to them about, you know, how to, how to have a backup system into your routers in case the internet goes down. I mean, I have to envision that they have that uh-huh. and, and why that wasn't used. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's I well, mean, it should not have taken that. So this is Trey talking, not Wes, all right? So this is Trey. But Frances Haugen is, is going to testify before Congress today. She was on 60 Minutes on Sunday night. Um, I don't know. Seems a little weird to me that between those two, that Facebook would be down for that long. You're talking about almost a $2 trillion company that's used by almost 4 billion people worldwide. Don't tell me they don't have backup after backup and redundancy on top of redundancy to make sure that it's not down because of all the advertising revenue and the fact that Zuckerberg lost $6 billion yesterday. Oh, I, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm, I won't say data purge. Yeah, I will say data purge, but I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Or maybe it was just teaching us all a lesson, how much you really love me. And if I'm gone for several hours and I'm not there, then you're not, you're, you know, people were panicking. I mean, I was following it on Twitter and people were in a panic about not having their Facebook and IG, man. Oh, yeah. Our service boards blew up yesterday from people uh, just reporting that and, and wanting that fixed. And, and I tell you, the other problem is, is that a lot of people use on Facebook, they use Facebook to authenticate to other services. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest problem for a lot of people. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. A lot of people just miss Facebook. But yeah, <laughs> but, but some people couldn't log in to other services because Facebook was down. And, you know, that just goes to show you, you know, you, you have to have backups yourself. I mean, Facebook, they need to, I guess, have a backup, but but we need to have backup copies of data. We need to have backup authentication mechanisms. We can't rely on Facebook for that type of stuff. It's just it's just not worth it. Well, I cut I cut a video this morning, and that's exactly what I said in the video. Like February taught us to have alternative power sources. Like the COVID has taught us to have extra toilet paper. This has taught us to make sure that we're not running our entire lives and our businesses through Facebook. I've got multiple notebooks with phone numbers and addresses written down so that I'm not relying on either my phone or Facebook or anywhere else to have the contacts that I that I need to have. And I think it's real important that we diversify all that and not rely solely on Facebook or IG or any of this stuff online for all of our stuff. It's good to pull out the big chief tablet every once in a while and write something down. Wes, thank you. Wes Bunch, that's Bridgehead IT. Check them out. Ware and Rima coming up next, KTSA.